Welcome to the Limerick Voice Features Podcast, brought to you by the Limerick Voice and presented by me, Lisa Divney. I spoke to Dublin-born Nicola Abbott and Lorna Howard, who have recently opened a business during the COVID-19 pandemic. They describe their experience and give advice to others in their position. My name is Nicola and uh, myself and Lorna are partners the last, how long are we together? Eight years maybe? Eight years. Eight Eight years years. and we're originally from Dublin and we are living in Convira now the last three and a half years and started off my my career in retail and kind of worked my way up from there and then I was involved with operations and then I was involved in running a company and I've a degree in HR. Training and development then as well is also going to be one of my passions. Um, and I started a couple of businesses for other people and I kind of wanted to do my own then. I've, it's always been a dream to ha- have my own business, but never really took the plunge until this year. So that's kind of a little bit of background around me, I think, isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, started off in the fitness industry. I was in the fitness industry for most of my life. Had my own business and then injured myself, so I went into sales. And I've been working in sales since, so yeah, we had a dream. We wanted to, we wanted to um, immerse ourselves into the community here in Canberra. So what better way to do it? Exactly. So what made you choose your location? Okay, so the location. Being from Dublin, what brought you down the west? Canberra, yes. <laughs> so we had an. We would be very kind of positive people, and we would really believe in the law of attraction. Yeah. and we would visualize and manifest and kind of start our day every day meditating and that kind of thing like so for probably about 18 months before we moved we were in Dublin and we really wanted to make a change life was just way too fast-paced and too busy and we just wanted to so we were looking at France we looked at the States and we also looked at the West and to be honest with you we looked um, at an opportunity that the company I was working for were it was a Galway faith Galway company the head office is in Dublin but they were looking to move it to Galway and they asked would I be interested in moving so it's a chat with Lorna and we just said we yeah we would it. and <laughs> Convira literally um, the house really picked us um, we came we had a look at it I just had a look online and I just said Lorna we were looking at the far side first of Galway too far away from Dublin you know if you were trying to get home I was doing a lot of travelling um, back to the UK and out to the States and stuff like that so Came up on, on Daft, went and had a look at it and put a deposit down in the house and it rented obviously at the time and that was kind of decision made. Yeah, we just, to be fair, we were, drawing, we, it, yeah, we were drawing it for a long time before we moved in but when we came up to view it and we came in, we came in through kind of Kilcolgan and up, once we got to that castle we just went, oh my god, oh my god this is it, yeah, this like is it, we have it, like, yeah, this is it like. And then the house. The house is just the view is stunning. We're yeah. looking right out onto Aganish Galway Bay at the back of us. It's really nice, but uh, we just fell in love, and I just I could never see myself moving back because the quality of life here is so different. So we're, different. we're very settled here now. Like very with our neighbours, even their friends, kind of the community and everything else in as well. Mm. And obviously our little business then as well. Yeah, exactly. So what was your inspiration for the business? Okay, so we we would be we have kind of a five year plan, and, and what our, one of our bigger goals would be to um, well, there's a couple of things. We've personal goals. We want to build buy our own house or build our own house, and you have to have a local need. So you need to have a business in the area. Then it's one thing. Um, and then the other thing was we really wanted to, like as Lorna said, we wanted to immerse ourselves in the community and kind of, you know, get to know people and what better way to do it than own, own a business. Plus, we absolutely, I love old buildings and we absolutely loved that building and it was closed for about a year. Um, and I think I just got to the stage where I just couldn't work for anybody else anymore. And Lorna was just like, you're unemployable in a good way. <laughs> I just, I just needed to do my own thing. Like, so 
we just came down, had a look at it, and that was it, decision made. Um, part of the five-year plan would be, we always wanted to do something to do with hospitality, to do with kind of, whether it be a and b or a retreat centre or something, but something where people could come together and have good food, wine, music, and a really good, fun energy and vibe. And that's how that came about, really. Yeah. So when did you actually start to plan the opening of the business? August we, last year. August 2019, yeah. Okay. And when... Did you plan on opening? We planned an opening in, well, we initially when we looked at the building and all, we said November, and then I was in a car crash. Um, so that kind of put everything on, so we just held off until after the winter. So then we were looking at February time, um, a little bit of a delay then, so then we looked. We were looking at March, and then it was Easter, the whole thing, but we were waiting for the ESB basically to come in, it was delaying things. So mm-hmm. Easter was our open date, Easter yeah. weekend. And then obviously with COVID, yeah, everything so kind of got stopped. <laughs> how did you feel when March restrictions came in and everything was kind of put in a hole? It was mixed, For to be fair. Uh, part of us was, I suppose, scared because, you know, it's the unknown. Nobody had ever been through this before. Um, it was a little bit scary. Um, at the same time, we're probably... It kind of gave us a little bit more time and another way to really put the kind of final finishing touches into. Sorry, no, go on. There now. I, I think initially we were very frightened and very, very fearful and of the unknown. And then when we kind of, what we try to do and what we, what we try to do with everything is take the good out of it. Mm-hmm. So the, and that's what Lauren would be tipping on there, like saying, like the, the good out of it would be that okay, fair enough. This is the situation we're in. What can we do? Okay, we can fine tune our plans a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We can adjust things a little bit more. Um, and as you said, Lorna, we could do things a, a, a yeah, little bit more, a little, little bit more detail, and we had a little bit more time to plan. Plus, it gave us time to kind of, like everybody, I suppose, reassess what's important to us: um, people, family, your health, all those kind of things. And as well, like, but I think initially it was it was fear, and then I got, I was really upset. I was like, we put all this effort in and this dream, and it's not going to happen. Do you know yeah. kind of way? Like, I suppose, yeah. In, in March, everyone was like, "That's it, like something's going to happen." Yeah. yeah. To be fair, like in March, you know, with the first lockdown and things, you thought that was it. You mm-hmm. thought, as in, we'll go, we'll get through this first, you know, month, and it'll be grand. Then it'll it'll disappear. It'll go. We'll have a vaccine or whatever the case may be. I didn't think here in October we'd be still sitting in the same wondering like wondering what's going on in the same in the very same situation that we were back in March and maybe that's a bit of naivety you know on my part thinking I yeah, think everyone was the same though because everyone yeah. thought it would be over within weeks like yeah, what were we thinking you know, back then you know? and you know now with these extra restrictions and you know the no indoor dining we've had to really change and move and adapt with times and you know it's been good in a sense because we're only new only new so we are easily adaptable and changeable and I think that's really it's really important um, that you can adapt and change because this at the moment isn't going away no. and you know like we've had to we've had to post but we, we reduced it like the weekend before we, we opened in August eventually we got open we got the ESB came back in we got everything fitted and finished and everything else we opened in August time and we got a taste of kind of what it could be like because it was nice, the weather was good, COVID, you know, numbers were down. But every time there's an announcement and every time we had to postpone our wedding, obviously we were due to get married, like the 14th of August. So that's it. it was another big thing that we had to do. Like, so 
I think every time, for me personally, every time there's a, it's like, okay, now we're going to take out some beautiful building with foots full of people and we should be clinking glasses and they should be enjoying a meal. That's changed again. Like, But I think once once it, the initial kind of thing and you step the back. The initial shock, I think it initial is. initial shock. It? And, and it's very hard not to be impacted by it because it's everywhere. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. It's on the news. What's happening? What's here? So you can really get onto that wave of fear, that energy. So you have to really, really step yourself back, take yeah. yourself away and really just focus on doing what you're doing and doing it really really well yeah. and that's what we've done with every and I'm getting goosebumps now so that's what we've done with every part of it when we opened yeah. first it was about the service it was about getting the environment right getting the menu right it's the same thing now with takeout again we're just going to try and really really fine tune that so then we, when we do kind of get to open up our doors we'll have our takeout and we'll also have our sit-in options yeah. in as well but it's given us the time to be able to spend our time fine tuning and getting the yeah. offerings that we have and making sure that we give a really really good um I suppose service and offering and food, Lorna, really, mm. which is what we're, our dream was. Really yeah. good food, really good really wine. Really good food, really good service. Wine. And you know? environment, environment. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, when we would think about, about what we wanted, even before we even opened, it was, we could see people in there clinking glasses and relaxing and enjoying the environment. Um, and that's what it really was about for us. Now we've had to really quickly change that and adapt us and, but now we're looking at what can we do different to what's mm. around here and like everybody's doing take what can we offer different what can, what can we, we offer? put on our menu what can we do a little bit different like so that's what you're kind of focused on you have to focus on the positives and keep moving forward because you, that's, there's nothing else you can do yeah. there is actually nothing else well there is you can give up but like what's the point in that yeah you know? no, no one can give up <laughs> but um, okay so with regards like the Covid measures that yes. you had to implement did you find it difficult at the start to kind of keep up with all of the different rules that were coming in so fast um i didn't really because i uh, this is me being me now lisa um <laughs> i had obviously done a lot of research and i'd done a, i'd gone on to a couple of kind of um uh, with uh, leo and stuff like that i'd gone on to and done a couple of kind of pod um seminars and kind of trainings on them so i kind of knew beforehand and I did a lot of research and then I did the Photo Ireland training. So I think that was very, very kind of, um, that was very kind of, uh, uh, gave an awful lot of detail and stuff like that. It was a great support to have. I think just going to adjusting then to the stickers, the no stickers, the signage, the no signage, and yeah, then, like you know, masks, the visors. masks, the visors and everything else. Because at first, obviously, as you know, we wanted to allow people to have the choice of a visor or a mask. Then we were advised masks. and that is hard but listen everybody just adapts we've just adapted to it like I don't know if you found it difficult Lorna um I wouldn't say difficult um it has been quite I would say probably at times frustrating yeah um and I use the word frustration because you know everybody's interpretation of the rules is very different so you could have one person a customer coming in without a mask and then not realizing that the you know that everything had changed so that would be the frustrating part because you're having to say to people like I can't do this or we can't do this and they may not necessarily be aware of it yeah. um, and then there's been so many mixed messages out there mm-hmm. and I think people are confused I actually think people are actually confused at times yeah, yeah especially now with the restrictions now mm-hmm. I think it's just very confusing yeah like they brought in for me levels have been brought in but then it's levels with extra restrictions but why can't you just put us to the level that has those restrictions if that's if that's what you deem necessary yeah. instead of saying okay we're at level 3 but you can't do any of these things that are off a different level do you know what I mean it's it's confusing for people and I think you need to put it into layman's terms for people this is what it is 
yeah. and stop moving the goalposts. Yeah, exactly. So when you were starting the business, mm-hmm. conducting interviews yes. for your staff, mm-hmm. how did you work around the, you're not supposed to meet other people from other households, blah, blah, blah? Well, we just, we had the two metre rule and I think at the time when we were doing the interviews, it was actually okay. Yeah, it was, wasn't it was too bad. social distancing. It, was social it wasn't distancing. from other households, yeah. that rule hadn't been brought yeah, in. Yeah, so it was social distancing and what we did was we just, get, we supplied a mask if they didn't have a mask themselves and we, we kept two metres apart then as well for anybody that didn't want to wear the mask so that we had enough kind of space between us then as well. Like, so yeah. that was kind of, now what I did do, we did do initially was we did phone interviews. Um, so that was kind of preliminary because we didn't want to waste anybody's time, see what their hours, availability, all that kind of stuff. And then if we felt that there was a bit of a suit or we thought it might, you know, both parties might be suitable, then we arranged to meet them at that stage. But the first round was definitely, but I'd kind of do that anyway, regardless of whether it was COVID or not. Yeah. If you have a large amount of applicants, I'd always kind of do a phone interview first. Yeah. So what would you consider your business ethos to be? Like when I think about our business, uh, I close my and I was talking to you with my eyes closed for a lot of this as you know anyway but when I think about our business I think about um, and I have a little script done um, and it's about about eight lines long so it's um, really good food really good service a really fantastic innovative amazing team who provide excellent customer service um, it's about people coming to relax and enjoy and just to chill out and enjoy the food and enjoy the experience then as well um, I think our ethos would be to treat everybody with respect and to try to do that as much as we can. Um, and I think, like, even if I think about all the people that we worked with, we didn't even like get the contractors and stuff like that. If we didn't get a good feeling off them, we didn't work with them. Mm-hmm. And anybody we've worked with, we would consider them really friends now. There's a couple of them, you know, in a way, like, so any of the contractors that we've had in. So I think if you treat people with fairness and honesty and respect, you'll get the same back. Um, and that's what we try to do, and we try to we try to be we try to be the best we can. And when we listen, we're only starting. We've an awful long way to go to excel and improve and do better. That'd be my kind of take on it. I don't really know if that yeah. answers the question, Lisa. Does it yeah. really? No, that's great. And I suppose finally, what advice would you give, let's say, other people who are in your position with new business? I would say, look for supports. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, and there's always a way I think there's always a way like it's you know and if you don't have the expertise in something ask somebody else first we're kind of we're lucky that in that way that both of us kind of have we have a good network of kind of business friends um, and we have a good network in each other and both of us have different kind of sets of skills so we bounce off each other so we're lucky that we're a team like so I suppose for listen it's not easy but it's it's very very rewarding uh, and I'm look, looking forward to the day that COVID is gone so that we can have it the way we've envisioned it to be. Um, I think, you know, I say if you have an idea, go with it. Just go with it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just believe you in will, yourself. You, like anything in life, you will get knockbacks. But it's about standing up, dusting yourself down and stepping forward. Yeah. Because you are going to face challenges, whether they're good, bad or indifferent. You're going to face them. But it's coming out the other side of them, and when you walk through them, that's the that's the biggest achievement. Because and your you failure, well, some of your failures could be your biggest success. Like, oh, because 100%, like when 100%. we thought, oh my God, COVID's here, we're never going to open in March time. It was a blessing because if we had have opened, had all of our team on board, had have opened in the March time, say we hadn't had that delay in April, which I was upset about at the time, we would have opened, had a full team. We may not have opened our doors again. So sometimes when there's knockbacks and there's blocks and everything else, there's really, a reason for it. Yeah, yeah. a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yeah. You time. need to kind of, um, well, that's the way we kind of, just the spin that we put on it and try and look at it that way. But I take over. You have to because it was, it was to, get, to get you through 
like from March time and get you through all these restrictions and all that extra levels and to get you through to get us through it was just about thinking about the positive side of it because if we went down the rabbit hole we wouldn't get back out and COVID is very much now it's going to be a part of your normal everyday life it's how we come through that now yeah. and what we can bring forward with it.